fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. Oh, folks. I mean, it's a ma- it's a match made in heaven. Fantasy football, champ of the chump, fantasy dump. First year of broadcasting. First year of playoff matchups between the chump and the champ. I mean, is this storybook ending? Can the chump take out the champ first round in the playoffs? I'm excited. Oh, man. This is what we've been waiting for. The playoffs are here. And sure enough... Me versus you, champ and the chump. Oh man, it's a it's a rematch of what was it, 2015 or something. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, okay, we don't need to bring that one up. No, we don't need to bring that one up either. It's okay. old news. I don't live in the past. Oh, okay. okay, champ. I don't live in the past. Okay, I'm present. You know who's not living in the present is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he tweaked his quad when he was getting uh his uh shoulder massaged. Um, I guess so. What a roller coaster of I mean. I was planning, this was my blueprint. I was um, Tom Cruise in the Minority Report. I was <laughs> shifting things around with my hands. This was amazing. They're coming off their bye. He looks healthy. He, we're going to have him for the playoff run. And then, I tweaked my quad. Oh, man. That's tough. Oh, and I fucking get rid of Mike David. I mean, I wouldn't have started him anyways, but Mr. Handcuff is, I traded his ass away like a chump does. Um, wow. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts a lot. Especially, I mean, it doesn't hurt just me. It hurts his, I think his whole, like, jeunesse quoi about him. You know, he's always, like, the first, the last couple of years, he's been the fantasy guy. And yeah. now, owners that got him, they're going to always have that, me and David Johnson, always have that sour taste in their mouth who get injured and they don't come back during when they, when they thought they were going to come back. And he's going to drop in the draft because of it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next. You think, like, next year? I mean, he's still... I mean, every time he's played three games this year and he's dominated all three games. So when he's out there, he's still dominating. But do you feel like he's going to get that like injury prone tag now or like drop down? In I don't the draft know. It's, it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be a risk. I think him and Saquon, um, I think that right. we'll talk about it later, but I think they're just going to flip flop. So I think it's going to be uh, Kamara and Cook, and then you'll have Barkley and C Mac or C Mac and Barkley, whoever wants to play that. And then. Zeke, I think, is going to drop huge. So, yeah, yeah. Other than sure. that, I think, I think there's, I think, uh, C Mac is still in the top three, arguably top five fantasy options in that first pick. I, if you're going to go running back, obviously. So, um, like you said, I, I like Matt Rule. I like the offense. I just wish this, I mean, this year he could have had monster numbers. Yeah, I mean, Mike Davis was putting up starter numbers. Like, I mean, we saw the one week nine when C-Mac came back. He put up 32 fantasy points. It's just, yeah. I mean, he just dominates when he's out there. His other weeks were like 27, 22 or something like that. So 20 plus in all three games he's played, it just hasn't been out there. And what's concerning to me is 
how well Carolina's offense, like you just said, their players are playing that are kind of like the who, like Robbie Anderson's kind of a, I want to call him a veteran, but he's a veteran, like journeyman type guy. Granted, he was with the Jets, but they made him look like a top 20 wide receiver this year. Um, and with that being said, their OC is a hot market. He might be gone after a one year, just hot run. Yeah. Um, hopefully not. I hope not because their offense does look good. Um, maybe they get a better quarterback in there. Teddy Bridgewater is a check down Teddy, but who knows? Um, that's neither here nor there. It's just now in the present. C-Mac's not there. And I think after this, I mean, miss, I mean, the bye and not coming back after the bye, I think he, you just you rest him for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's the tough part, knowing if he's even going to come back for 15, 16, or 17 if you need it. Like, you'd like to see him get out there is. just to, like, get it, you know, like, hey, he's back, he played some, you know, he got – you don't want to wait all the way until next year, week one or preseason to let him play his first game in over a year or something. But at the same time, I mean, you just paid him a bunch of money. You're, I mean, you're going to need him future years. Exactly. I mean, and I know Are they in a playoff spot, though? No, they lost last week, didn't they? I think they were in the playoff hunt in, until last week. Oh, okay. I think it's more concerning if it was a knee or even an ankle. Um, it being a shoulder issue, the quad I'm not really worried about. I think it's kind of one of those things like, yeah. He's not. They're not going to throw him out there. But um, if they're obviously in a playoff push, I think he would play. That's just me. I have no clue what their whole thing is. But yeah, no, they're third. They're four and eight. They're third to last in the whole NFC. So they're definitely not. Yeah, they're they're looking now. They're going for I don't know. Maybe I don't know what they need. Maybe defense. But um, well, they just drafted everybody that was defense this past year on their draft. I think they drafted. Yeah, seven times. I mean maybe like all offensive linemen, but. Yeah, it's going to be defense because they got the – I think Curtis Samuel's a free agent, so we'll see if he stays. But they still got Anderson. They still got Moore. They still got C-Mac. Teddy's still there. Maybe like a – I don't know. Either way, um, maybe a tight end eventually down the line or do the Lions and pick him top five. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't – I I think he would play. I'm not worried about it, but I'm, I'm more or less his shoulder. That does not bother me at all. It's not like he's a quarterback or anything like that. Um, I will definitely – if. If I'm in, but I'm not going to be. But if I'm in that running for that top three positions, I'm still pick, or top three picks. I'm still picking C Mac in one of my top threes. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he's still up there. What else we got this week coming uh, in and out? What are the big names we got? And uh, Big Gibson, Tonio Gibby. Oh yeah, um, yeah, is out. A little turf toe action. I think he's. Out. I mean, they look bad. Oh, he's um, out. He couldn't walk. Yeah, he was limping hard. I don't, he hasn't practiced at all yet this week. My lion, my JD McKissick, who I liked. He's uh. The front runner, he's a big, uh, big getter now. He's kind of filling that Austin Eckler role. To be honest with you, he's he's a great pass catching threat. He'll catch, he'll run the ball every once in a while, but he he looks he gets a lot of receptions, especially from Alex Smith, who is uh, checked down more the, than Teddy does. Yeah, the 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 true the OG check down. Yeah. Um. So I like him. Obviously, he's picked up already. But if you're obviously you have to start JD McKissick. In your yeah, any league with points for receptions, you gotta throw them out there. I think it's so weird saying that it is. That's how the season's going. Because remember, we talked about how stacked they were beginning of the year. They had seven running backs in the roster at one point. Oh, yeah. Like it's crazy. Now they're down to legit one. Yeah, and uh, AP Payne was the starter at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it's nuts. That says how this year, like you said, this is how this year's been. Um, Kenny Galladay seems unlikely. Swift is still. A swift pl- like yeah, I don't know about that one. He still seems like he's dealing with that concussion somehow. And I mean, kind of like a C Mac thing. Granted, he's a rookie contract, but 
The Lions ain't going nowhere. Yeah, they won. They beat Chicago. I mean, it was a great win, I guess, but... They're kind of still in the hunt for a little bit. I mean... I know. It's sad. It's fucking sad. I, I don't want... Obviously, the, they're lacking so much talent. Oh, it, it bothers crazy. me. It's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like, obviously, I want them to get the best draft pick they can get because they're definitely not going to win a fucking Super Bowl. So, right. if they you know keep... They string together some wins. Um, Bevel, you're still out. Sorry, dude. Uh, but um, yeah, so Swift's out, Kenny Galladay's out. Um, maybe if you like think about it, I don't know that wide receiving core is kind of tough for the Lions. Um, I, fuck if I know. I mean, Marvin Jones, T.J. Hawkinson seems like the, their only offensive threat really down the field. Maybe yeah. Marvin on a long, long bomb. Marvin might get shadowed by Jari Alexander this week from Green Bay as well. He's one of the top corners in the league, so I don't. I mean, you might have to play Marvin if these. I mean, at this point in the season, but you know, I wouldn't be expecting too much from him this week with that matchup. That's a good point, man. There's so many um, for playoff teams. It's a lot of matchup, a lot of chess play. Um, obviously, you start the guys that you need. You have to start, but God, there's such there's some good lockdown corners, good um, corners that you don't really know about until you do the research or until your fantasy players playing against them. Like fuck me, <laughs> but yeah, I. Who else sit? I mean, there's been some big ones. Um, Julio Jones missed practice again today on Thursday, so that's two days missed. Uh, but I feel like that's the kind of what he's been doing. I it's know. the AJ Brown thing, dude. AJ Brown doesn't play or doesn't practice any Thursday. Every fucking notification I get, AJ Brown <laughs> misses Thursday's practice. Like, duh, he's been doing it for eight weeks straight. Yeah, I mean, Julio played through it last week. I don't know if he played a full amount of snaps, but he was still out there. Um, yeah, had, decoy and you know. almost had 100 yards still. So he's an old man now. You know, he's over 30. He's got he's got rest up during the week. Well, he doesn't need a fucking practice. Like what the like that doesn't mean shit to him. Like what is that going to do to him? That's true. I mean, him and Matt Ryan been together for what 10 years or something. Like there's yeah, you got to work on their connection. No, dude, go get get your fucking hamstring massage and you're fine. Like that's why I don't get like they they make these big deals. Yeah, if you're Julio, you're like fuck off, dude. I. Yeah, this is what I've been doing my entire career. Yeah. Um. So Julio's a big name. I'm trying to think of another one that caught my attention. Um. Obviously, JoJo Mixon's still out. Um. Yeah, he's not. I think he's done for the season at this point. It's like, why would you even bring him back? Last week, did we put him as a dud? Like a, I we should have if we did. Uh, he was in injury, the yeah, he was in the injury list. Like even but when he was playing, he was kind of duddy too. So it's kind of like I don't know what his. I mean, they paid him, which, so, I mean, that's good for him. That's a good sign. But with Zach Taylor there, it feels like the old guard is slowly moving out and he's bringing in his kind of his own guys, you know? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe Mixon is part of that equation. But, like, with A.J. Green, who had literally one game and then he just goes oh, nothing. Oh, he's like, done. He's done. And I, I think, I mean, he, I think he's still talented. I don't, I don't think you drop off that crazy, but... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is that you know that banged up and that just. I just over think it. yeah, he just over the whole Cincinnati. Like I think he wants to go somewhere and try to maybe try to win something. You know, I could see like a, a Patriots type guy getting league minimum. You know, go or type franchise. Yeah, maybe goes, San Francisco. Signs on I don't know Green Bay or something. Tries to be their wide receiver too. Exactly. Yeah. Try to what they want to do with Devin Funches. They. Do with AJ Greenish. I don't know. He's gonna be 33, I think, by the next year. So he'll be a uh, he'll be an old man out there running around with them young bucks. This is so. I mean, so what do you th- what do you think it was? I mean, this year was I think one of the more challenging challenging years in fantasy, in my opinion. I mean, not only the injuries of the all the top dogs, but the COVID situation, um, and just the fact of like the uncertainty of every week. You don't know. 
Like look at like the the Baltimore game. Like you didn't know if that team that player was playing. So like you had to have a sub. You had to have all this stuff. I think this was the most challenging year as a fantasy owner I've had. Great, I was blessed with like depth. Yeah. But even with my depth, it was still hard to you know figure out who sh- I should play and stuff like that. Um, it's it was a fun year, but it definitely made you work this year. It was. It was. Uh, it wasn't one of those years where you could just draft a team and sit on it all year. I mean, I know a couple guys might have been able to do that if you got really lucky with your picks, but it seems like almost everybody missed a game here or there. Yeah. It just wasn't. And with the COVID stuff, like you were saying, you never know that dude's gonna play that week, or maybe the game's gonna get suspended or postponed, and then is that gonna happen? And then you gotta decide if you want a backup for that week or not. It was just. I mean, it was just a mess. And then with just with everything else going on as well, you know, with just real life stuff you balancing all that with the season it's just it's a lot going on i mean there's some owners that pick up their phone sunday morning and set their lineup yeah and um, that's it. i don't think you can you couldn't do that this year in my opinion like because you have to pick people up off of waivers or off the you know and sometimes you didn't know if they were available or like you're screwed and you had to pick you know i don't know you throw you throw out a, a third string whatever and you're like fuck mm-hmm. like I have to start it now because blank, blank, blank in my 1 p.m.s, they're not playing today, you know? So, like, I have to go hurry up and get a 4 p.m. guy and start him. It's just, it was a crazy year. Um, Plus, the, uh, I think the, the three week IR kind of threw a shake up in there as well. Like, yeah. This yeah. team's saying, hey, we're going to put this guy in IR so he's out three weeks. But maybe, you know, in previous years, obviously they're not going to put him on IR for an eight-week absence like that. I kind of uh, like that, though. I do, too. I think I have a feeling the NFL is going to adapt maybe like a hybrid version of it. I don't think they're going to have unlimited IR because I think before like five, you only had though? like one or two guys you could designate to return from the, the full IR. And yeah. now it's like unlimited or something with this three-week thing. So I think they're going to adapt some type of hybrid into that where maybe it's a five-week thing or a six-week and you get more guys. Or maybe there's two different kind of IRs, like a short-term and a long-term. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's going to change a little bit the way that the NFL does their roster construction. I hear you on that. I, th- I think it's, it benefits not only the – I mean, shit, the practice squad players, too, because they get moved up, you know, do what they got to do. But Yeah, plus the practice squads are bigger, too. So it's, you know, there's more guys getting jobs, more guys getting opportunities, just teams having more players available. So, I mean, that was, like, legit the breakdown of kind of the synopsis of this past week, um, my thoughts. Let's get into our playoff scenario, playoff picture. The cream rose to the top. The Eastsiders are on the the toilet bowl the west siders are in the playoffs besides one guy who is still talking about jfk assassination and tower seven and the 9-11 he's a conspiracy theorist he's lost (laughs) it he's 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 lost the plot he thinks we were all allowed to get him but he's looking at looking outside looking in so we'll forget about him for now um let's look at the playoff scenario so the champ and the chump are are playing First round, we have Italian seasoning versus the other nice hairline and the Cuban sensation. Um, this is a good battles. I like the bowl, all three of these teams, or excuse me, all four of these teams. This is gonna be a great matchup this weekend. It is. Uh, we got you and me are in the four and five spot here playing. So the winner of us will take on the number one seed. Well, let's let's talk to like we uh, before this. You had a big win this past weekend. I did. I took re- out um, the Cuban sensation himself. Ooh. Took him out. Was kind of the top dog for a while. I mean, he had all the most picks in the top five rounds. Um, yeah, was he was looking like a, a juggernaut battling for that sh- bye week, and then I, I kind of 
kind of took it from him a little bit, you know? Ouch. And then that was actually, because of the schedule and stuff, that was the second time I played him. 2-0 versus wow. the Cuban Sensation this year. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yes. That's tough. Yes. Good for you. Two of the four losses came from the champ himself. So well, I'm glad you're not playing him this week. <laughs> that would, yeah. You know, I might like that. Get that 3-0 spot. But, yeah, we got a good matchup, you and I, this week. So, folks, this is how it's going to be set up this week. Um, It's all going to depend on Monday Night Football with us, I think. The Hopefully. I, it will be a fun matchup if it does. What, uh, yeah, so, because you got Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Have you made it? You have, obviously, you have a lot of time to decide, but because Lamar's on, so Josh Allen's Sunday night, and then Lamar is on Monday night. Yeah, well, I'm blessed with not touching Lamar last week, so he's still on my COVID list or my IR spot. So I'm not going to touch him until I need to, just in case I need to move some roster spots and blah blah blah. He is definitely tempting, and I'm looking. All signs are pointing to a Lamar Jackson showdown in Monday Night Football against the champ himself. Yeah, it's going to be Lamar, and then. Baltimore's defense versus Nick Chubb. Oh, man, I'm going to need like a 40-point lead or something. It, well, that'd be nice. But uh, <laughs> it's going to be because there's – I think every, all our teams have kind of – not the easy matchups. I'm blessed with um, Seattle playing the Jets. Jesus. And you are – I mean, that's nice. But other than that, I feel like it's been kind of tough. I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Like, do I you think- Are you confident in your team's matchups? Uh, I like a couple of them. Like, I like uh, Aaron Rodgers versus the Lions. You think? And then I like... That's a 40-burger. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I need at least 40 from A-Rod, man. Oh, I need him to carry hard this weekend. And then I like Jonathan Taylor versus the Raiders. Yes. I like that one. He's coming along. I, I, I He's finally coming along. It took a couple yeah. of weeks. But the, my, honestly, my other matchups to me, I don't, I don't really... I'm not too excited. I mean, Calvin Ridley's my best receiver. He's playing against the Chargers. Um, I don't Chargers pass defense. It's okay here and there. Chris Harris, Casey Hayward are two good corners. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I like just, that it's in a we'll dome. We'll see. I like the inside for the Falcons. They always play better in the dome, it seems. I got Cooper Cup going tonight versus Big Time. The Patriots. We'll see if Gilmore's on him. Maybe he's on Bobby Trees. Maybe he doesn't shadow at all. I can see that just being that there's not a, like a number one dominant receiver on the Rams. What are you talking about? It's Cooper Cup. Gilly, take on Cooper Cup. He is the heart and soul of that team. Gilmore, you stay on him the entire night. No, no, no. That's no, what no. Belichick's gonna say to him. That's that's Belichick's gonna say. He's gonna say, you know what? Um uh, Stefan, Steven, um, I don't know, Gilmore, um, <laughs> two, two, four. You're gonna <clears throat> you, that that white fellow that should be on our team. Yeah, you're gonna be blanking him all night. Okay, appreciate it. Have a good one. No, good luck. No, 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 none of that. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I think I got a couple of good matchups. But compared to your squad, I think your squad is just you got some really good matchups at some good positions. I do have some good matchups. Um, like I said before, I got both. The DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, a connection with the Jets. Oof, that, I feel like that is gonna that is gonna be a downfall for me right there. Just those two going against the pitiful Jets, and they're in Seattle as well. So I just hope that. And it's they, a can, Tyler they came off game. a bad loss. Yeah, that's that's. Exactly, I'm kind of worried because Lockett can eat, but I mean, all I need is a couple. Um, AJ Brown on my team is playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who oh. ha- they play? They play. T- they they're feisty though. Yeah, but it's still A.J. Brown. We'll see. He tweaked his ankle and fucking fumbled on the goal line last week and scared me half to death. God. 
Fuck he that just guy makes sometimes. so many big plays. I mean, yeah, he's good. Um, yeah, I, I'm liking a lot of my matchups. I'm not going to get too confident with it because we know how it goes in fantasy world. Yeah. You get confident, you get cocky, you just get shut down, and then all of a sudden someone gets a concussion first play of the game, and you're <laughs> out, and you're you're crying on the sidelines. You know what I mean? So yep. you got you got the two Chargers as well. You got Keenan and. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler versus Atlanta. So those I'm really concerned about this, actually. Um, I don't I, – I don't know. Keenan's played for them for a while, and they've had bad team for a while, and he's always put up stats even when they're bad. Um, I'm kind of worried about Eckler. He's, they just paid him. They're not going to win anything. Hopefully, Anthony Lynn's going to coach for his job. Yeah, I feel like he kind of is coaching for his job at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he's going to get fired most of the time. I mean, 95% – I think certain that he's going to be uh, fired, but maybe if he strings together a couple wins here, you know, some, you know, big wins. Atlanta's not a big win, but maybe he gets something going here. But I don't know. It's tough for me to, to be confident in the Chargers after seeing that 45-0 below that New England put on them. And luckily, the guy I was playing then didn't have a good team last week, or otherwise I'd be cussing at the Chargers 24-7. Yikes. Taking low blows at the number seven squad? Well, he didn't come to play. I mean, it's not, not my fault. He did not I mean, come it's, to play. I, sh- I, I, wanted, I shouldn't win when he's, you know, he scored 80, 80 points. Like, I, it should be a, a barn burner, and it wasn't. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough one. For the old Murray Burnson company there. This I think Kyler that's the thing. I think Kyler Murray like this is another thing for D App owners. I think Kyler Murray's injured. I don't think he's hundred percent I know he's not hundred percent, but I don't think he's anything close to what he it was before. No. He's thinking too much. He's and not running Arizona. Like he was. No, and that's huge. Uh-huh. I don't know. I No, no, for sure. Um yeah, so I think I mean right now, uh, if you want to go by projections or whatever, um, you, you obviously have a, a flex spot open because you're still making a decision there. But, I mean, with the projections right now, it has you winning. But we both know those are just projections. They never – that never come. no. Projections don't follow projections. But I think we're all pretty close, so it's kind of like a – Oh, yeah. I mean, these are – these. there's a reason these teams are in the playoffs. There's a reason that these matches are so close. It's because they're the better teams in the league. How about our, our trusty insurance agent guy who has a smile like a psychopath – but is is clean cut works and you know. Um, I couldn't tell which one you were talking about until you said clean cut, and then I knew. Corporate world monster, getting stealing, the bye week, with what I think he w- ended up total this year what seventh place or sixth place in total points. Um. Yeah, I mean, he had a big week last week, put a 160 last week, so that definitely brought him back up. But God, so six in points, yeah. So God, what did the tides have turned? Um, this is a big, this is a big week. I'm salty that the winner of us has to play the top dog. Yeah, um, it's a tough matchup. Um, next week with going against Mahomes and Henry, D Hop, Kelsey, but and going against Kevin is just like ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like just his shit talking so bad it's just like okay just keep talking you know it's like one of those things and he might talk too fast and spit out his cap too like you know what i mean like <laughs> who knows right right let's go on the other side of the bracket though the, the other the the hairline the talk. magic the matchup of the hairline here guys these this guy these have two magical hairlines their hairline starts just above their eyebrows they're freaks of nature <laughs> i mean it's insane it's like the opposite both of, us. of them Oh yeah, we're. I mean, we're holding on. We got you know 
we're on the bowling team. That's how power alley we are. <laughs> but these guys have gray hairlines and they don't do nothing with them. So it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You got a big dick, but you don't fuck. That's what I'm saying. These guys, you know. They're show ponies. They're show ponies is right. I like, Ita- I hate them, but I like them. Italian seasoning. Um, I feel bad for uh, Cuban Cessation's team because, I mean, he got struck with an injury bug. Right off the, I mean, he went for it. He traded away a lot of his players to get these guys who they've actually played pretty well. The Gibson, who before this actually was getting hot. Um, I think the whole Washington team was getting hot. But he has Antonio Gibson. He has DeAndre Swift. He has Kenny Galladay. He has Julio Jones. He has Greg Kittle. George Kittle. And then he had, whatever his name is, (laughs) Greg George. Fucking... Um, and then he has Mark Andrews, who's who's back on, who's good now. Yeah. Um, but and then Zeke as well, kind of going with that calf Zeke, injury. Yeah, uh, you know how that goes. It's just that's like a, oh, it's yeah. like a, he'll be out there. Yeah, he's fine. Tumbling, bumbling for sixty <laughs> yards. He's getting struck with it. Maybe the, his team will wake up finally. But it's been a tough go about it for this past month for him. I think his team is slowly de- like declining. And then Italian seasoning. Um, he kind of get lucked out with Aid, uh, Aaron Jones getting that eighty yard. Run oh last my week. Gosh, did he ever? I mean, he he's blessed by something. I don't know. He has something backing him. I don't know what it is. If he has like an Italian, um, he's Catholic, so probably has an Italian saint or something. He's kissing every day. But um, who knows? It's gonna be a fun matchup between these two. I think so as well. I think they both got they got some good matchups on their side for both teams um both got some big hitters as well you know a lot of guys that can almost yeah. win you a week. Joe, I think it, the, it depends the on the, the season, Herbert. Yeah. Talent season coming in on a W five, I believe. Started with season three and five, and now ended up eight and five to wow. get in that sixth spot, that final spot in the playoffs. So it's a hot team coming in on a W five versus a team that you know just missed out on that bye week. So we'll see if that momentum carries over. Um, do you do you believe Herbert? Because I think that's what his quarterback he's running with is going to bounce back from that horrible, horrible performance against New England last week. I do. I do think that I actually in one of my leagues have that same uh, quarterback platoon. I got Herbert and Big Ben, and I did the same thing last week. Made the wrong decision, started Herbert. So I feel the pain over there in Italy. But We, we call him the champ for a reason. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, I think that I think Herbert bounces back against home against Atlanta. You know, Atlanta is the worst team against quarterbacks. They've been struggling all year. I think the only – I mean – Derek Carr had a shitty week two weeks ago, but other than that, I mean, they've just been getting blown away by these quarterbacks, just giving up a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. I think that it's got to do with the defense and the Atlanta offense. The Atlanta offense is good, so they put points up, so the other team's got to put points up as well. So I, th- I do think Herbert's bouncing back this week. I'm with you on that. Um, his other big guys, Michael Thomas, who actually played pretty well, but we're talking about Atlanta, uh, played against Atlanta. True. And Taysom Hill, I mean, I'm not, still not confident Taysom Hill. Yeah, he played well. Um, but he seems to go to Michael Thomas a shit ton. So, I mean, that's as an owner, you're pumped about that. Um, anybody else on his team, though? It's kind of. Um, Aaron Jones versus Detroit. It's going to be a good matchup for him. Uh, James Robinson, Tennessee. I guess because they were, I mean, they passed they passed the death last week against, I mean, Cleveland did to them. But, I mean, Chubb still got 80 plus yards. And did he get a tutty, too? Uh, yep, Chubb got in there for a tutty. So. But, I mean, Tennessee is, uh, I don't know. Tennessee is a very up-and-down team, it seems, this year. Fucking Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, man. They're fucking, who knows? Sometimes they look like that that playoff team from last year that beat the, the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs, the Ravens in the playoffs. And then sometimes they look like the Tennessee where Kerry Collins is that quarterback. It's just a 
just a bad team sometimes. So we'll see which one shows up versus Robinson. But I mean, I don't know if it really matters. We're going to talk about James Robinson a little bit later, but he just, I mean, he's been balling all year. So, yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on too. Uh, we'll talk about it later because he's one of my guys possibly is Delvin Cook with uh, Cuban sensation, having him on it. That guy this year, he's, he's shown out being a top five fantasy player. Finally, um, there's been some injury last year, but mm-hmm. he's, I mean, he's a stud. So, I mean, he's your bell cow guy that you want in that position that you drafted him in. Um, you're not drafting him above the guys that fucked you. You know, I don't. most people didn't draft him above Barkley or, or C-Max, so you're still you're laughing at those guys. So, And he's that, that caliber type of running back right now, points-wise in fantasy. So you like to see that as a cook owner, and hopefully he keeps going. I don't Minnesota's playing who this week? They were playing at Tampa Bay. So a little tough matchup for Cook. That's a that's a tough matchup. I should have you know watched, but if he can get you know if he can get twenty plus points out of Tampa Bay's run defense, you're happy with that. And then the rest of your team has to show out. Yep. Yeah, and he's got Russell Wilson versus Jets. You know we already talked about that with DK Metcalf and Carson, so that's a good matchup there. Um, other than that, we'll see what happens in that flex spot. You know, with, so many good games, dude. We got four. We have two good game, like two good matchups here. This is fun. It I'm is. For it's this. gonna. It's gonna be a fun weekend. Big matchups. I like that. Up. We're. I like we have Monday too. Monday night's always fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's great when the you know a matchup comes down to that last game of the night or last game of the week, and to just you never know what's gonna happen, especially on Monday nights in Cleveland this week as well. I don't know. I feel like yeah, they've been on there for a little bit. They've been getting some hype Monday night. It's just not raining. It's true. We need some good weather out in Cleveland for some points. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching that. I'm watching the forecast Sunday just in case. Just in case. He says Josh Allen has to slide in at QB. You never know. God, he played good for me last week, though. He did. Man, oh, man. He's at, I'm playing Pittsburgh this week. It's a tough matchup. I, I mean, I, I, I think he's he's going to get his points. I just think. Lamar Jackson's gonna get the the game the week winning points in my opinion, or at least give me a chance to get the week winning mm-hmm. points. Yeah, looked good last week coming back off the COVID list. At, um, yeah, I mean their team's always gonna run. be kind of shaky, but that rushing is huge. I mean Josh Allen does it, but that I mean, he, what do you have ninety eight yards rushing, ninety four yards rushing? I think it was. Yeah, he was up in the high nineties. Yeah, so I'm ex- I was excited to see that. Um, but speaking of that, let's just let's we broke our playoff situation down. We're excited. I can't wait till next week's episode because then we get the true breakdown and recap. Let's talk about because we're all we're finished with the regular season. It was a great season. We talked about how difficult it was. Who is your regular season MVP? There was a lot of top draft picks that went down with injury bugs or whatnot. Didn't play well. Who is your top dog? You will call. You drafted him and you are in the playoffs because of him. Um, to me, it is. We said we were talking about later. It's James Robinson. Just, wow. Yes. I mean, just the the way you got him factor. I think plays so much into this that he was. I mean, mostly he was either undrafted or he was a later round pick. Uh, maybe picked up on waivers very early or something. But he just wasn't. You know, he didn't come into the season thinking, "Hey, this is going to be the guy." I think when we drafted, even Fournette was still on the Jaguars. So I'm. Yeah. Robinson definitely didn't get drafted in our draft. Our draft was a, a couple weeks or a week or two earlier than most. But, yeah, I mean, just so other running backs on the Jaguars with carries this year. Chris Thompson has seven. And your guy over here, Dare Agumbawale, has two. Say it again. That's Damn, nine that's carries not going to James Robinson on this team. He's got 212 carries himself, I believe it was. Um, 968 yards, seven rushing touchdowns, 
and he's got 42 catches for 310 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, he's just out there like every play, every week. He's balling out. He's just, it's on a bad team too. You know, we talked about in the offseason where you, you don't necessarily want these running backs and such on bad teams because they're just not going to score as much. But even though that they're not scoring a lot of points, it's just every running back touch goes to James Robinson. He's just getting all the carries. He's getting these targets. He's got 53 targets on the year. Um, in week one, he was RB31, so wasn't the best start. And in week five, he's RB29. But other than that, he's been a top 24 running back every single week. So at least an RB2 every week. Five of those weeks, he was in the top five. I mean, he's got more points than most of the guys he got drafted in rounds one or two. In our league in particular, he's six in total fantasy points. I mean, he hasn't missed a game. He just his bye week. And I mean, it's Dalvin Cook, Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Derrick Henry, and Devontae Adams. And that's it. And then it's James Robinson and fantasy points. So I think just the, the fact that he's been so consistent and so good each and every week and the fact of where you got him in the either a draft or a free agent pickup, to me, he's the MVP of the regular season. God, you made a fucking really good argument there. That was impressive. <laughs> that was good. I was going to go the top dog. I, I'm just going to talk about it for a sec. I, I picked Elvin Kamara as one of my guys. Mm-hmm. On the factor of how vital that first three to five picks were. So when you pick, you could have drafted Kamara over uh, Barkley. Um, some, you know, maybe if you maybe if you're crazy, if you're a crazy fan, you did it over C-Mac. But most of them, Kamara fell to you in either the fourth pick to the sixth pick. And what he's doing right now, averaging twenty points a game in fantasy. Um, rest of the season, he's average. He's running back three um but just to his stat line he just picked it back up with a uh, Taysom Hill too he had two sketchy games but other than that he's been on point I mean his his week uh stat line has been insane it's been 18 29 31 17 11 14 16 10 27 10 5 and 15 um I I most of the time, it's, it's it's winning you the week with that 29, 31, 17, 14, 16, 27, and 15. Um, those are huge. Those are huge number, num, numbers. Um, if you were a PPR league, it would even be more. But what I'm saying, I'm going to switch it up. I think Elvin Kamara in that situation is a good – it was a it was a safe pick for you, and you got what you, you deserved in that draft. God, this is who I'm going to go with here in mind. It's just going to be the guy. It's just – I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey here. Very, very close second for me was Travis Kelsey, so I like that. You 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 can say what you – you. there's nothing there, – he's the top tight end by a landslide. Waller had a beautiful game last week. Don't get it twisted. But just consistency – and not being injured with Kittle and Andrews going on a IR and injury prone this entire year, you you could have picked them above them. Kelsey was the bona fide best tight end in NFL, hands down, for the entire year. Entirety is what I'm talking about, consistency. Best ability is availability, and he was available, and he played well every single game. Um, he never had a, a goose egg, never had a low point. Um, he is a stud. I mean... 11, 15, 16, 16, 16, 15, 18, 19. Like, these are numbers that he just did every week. And you just set them and forget them. When you have a set them, forget them guy, and you pick them in that, that late or that early second round, it's perfect. And positional-wise, it's insane. And, and having a guy like that as a tight end position who can win you a week with that offense that is, is lethal, you can't ask for anything more than that. He's, I mean, his receptions are oh, – he's leading the his team in – 
receiving receptions. It's like, and he's a tight end. It's a fucking beautiful thing to see. And I'm out. I, I, sh- I wish I had the opportunity to draft him. I did trade him away this year because I'm a chump for a reason. But instead, <laughs> blah, 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 we'll talk about it later. But not in this league, so don't worry about it. But Kelsey is my MVP of um, fantasy. I like that. Yeah, like I said, he was a close second for me. Uh, we did a lot. We talked about him a lot last week. Just being the 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 guy that's going to bring you a championship. Um, he's I mean he's he's leading so many categories and he's a tight end. Like compared to wide receivers, he's still up there. You know, he's top ten, top five in some categories for catches, targets, yards, and touchdowns. Um, in our league, he's two points behind James Robinson. In total points, so he's his number seven total player, uh, quarterbacks excluded. But yeah, I mean, as a tight end, just the dominant performance he's had each and every week. Um, which of he was a very close second for me. Stud. I mean, what eight tutties? Gonna have over a hundred yards, you know, or a hundred receptions this year. And obviously, he's already over a thousand. Might get up to like thirteen to fourteen hundred by the time the season's done. Impressive dude, impressive season. I think he's on pace to break his own record for uh, yards for a tight end in a season. I think he did it maybe two years ago or something. He did it. So he just, I mean, he's just so dominant out there. And when you got a guy in Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball every week, that's definitely going to boost you up. No doubt. No doubt. I'm just excited. I'm excited for this. It starts tonight. And I'm. this is what it's all about because I could start Bobby Trees tonight and we're in a different You know, it, it's so crazy to me. That each and every plug and play is so damn important this week. I gotta be my P's and Q's, and I gotta figure out how to beat the champ. This is the, all the chump fans out there. Positive vibes. Send them in my way. Just send them my way because the champ is gonna be dethroned. Hey, we'll see what happens, man. It's gonna be a fun weekend. Like you said, starting the night. Hopefully, my guy Cooper Cup can come through in the clutch. Oh man, I just I can't wait till Sunday. I can't wait till Monday. I want a Monday night. We are battling. Chubb gets two touchdowns. Lamar's up, and we're to the fourth quarter. We don't know who's winning this week. Ooh. I would. I want something like that. I want to sweat. Yeah. I want to just just perspire all over myself because I want this to be the battle of the bastards. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the Game of Thrones fans out there, this is what they were waiting for for years. A big ass battle and this is what you're going to get. I'm Jon Snow. Oh, he's trying to call it early. Ah! Alright folks, that's all we got to do. This is playoff time. We're excited. We're going to get back to you next week in the recap. If I start crying, you'll know what the, what happened. Yeah. Um, it might won't be, be a, tears of might joy. Be a solo episode for one of us next week. We don't know which one it might be, but you know, I might not come. Yeah, <laughs> one of us might not show up, depending on the outcome here. All right, folks, champion of the chum fantasy dump. We are out, baby. Playoff time. Let's go. Peace. Peace.